You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. South Africa's much-anticipated and, I suppose, much-feared GDP number has just been released for the second quarter of 2020. And it came in at, well, I don't know, actually, but here comes Martin Ackerman, the chief economist at Citadel. I think it must have been around about 50%, Martin. Islands, yes, yeah, you know, the market expected minus 47. It was a little bit worse than that, minus 51. Mm. Um, but, you know, when you talk about these kind of numbers, whether it's minus 40 or minus 50, it doesn't really make a difference. It doesn't. Um, and I also think, you know, one should be uh, careful not just looking at this number because I guess now it's, it's maybe time to understand what are we talking about when we say quarter-on-quarter analyzed. Um, because a minus 50 in that sense implies that, you know, if we have four of these kind of quarters, then the annual growth will be around about minus 50%, which is obviously not going to be the case. Uh, we had the lockdown for, for most part of that quarter. Um, but going into the third and the fourth quarter, we are going to see a rebound. Also, you know, this is um, something that we've seen with other countries as well. Uh, anything you know, between minus 30 and 40 in, in those specific quarters. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that is uh, the pain from, from COVID and locking down an economy. I think for us, we need to look a little bit deeper, and that's the sense that, or the fact that, you know, we've been having negative quarters since the middle of 2019, long before COVID. Uh, first quarter this year, same. And even if you exclude COVID, then the second quarter that we've just seen today would have been negative as well. Obviously, not as much as the number printed today, but it just shows you that the economy has been battling with recessionary forces in any case. Um, and because we went into the crisis in a recession, unlike many other countries, we're probably going to face a depression for this year. Um, you know, if the growth for 2020 comes out around about minus 8%, um, that's worse than what we've recorded in 1930, which was around about minus 6%. Mm. Um so, yes, um, a bad number, but I think given the environment, we at least understand where that number is coming from. Yeah, we know where it's coming from, but do we know where it's going? That's the that's the big point now. Where is it going? Obviously, the next uh, figure will be off a really, really low base, so it'll be uh, a, a bit of a jump, especially when you see uh, numbers, for example, results from ShopRite this morning. Uh, so there will be some sort of bounce back. But on the other hand, is it sustainable? Is this one of those uh, situations where you see this massive, massive fall and then it bounces back a bit, but then it comes back again? What is your prediction for this uh, when it comes to GDP yeah. and PMI and every other semantic? Yeah, yeah I, you know, if you think, just take uh, this number today, uh, the sector restaurants and hotels for the quarter down 99.9%. Now, we understand why, because, you know, that all of those businesses were closed. So measuring next quarter, you know, you might almost see 100% rebound um, because now they're open again. Yes. My thing is that, you know, with this quality V-shaped recovery, um, by the end of 2020, even if we do get two strong quarters now, we probably won't even be back to where we would have been without COVID. That's, that's the first thing. The other thing is that, you know, despite a rebound now from a very low base, because that's just a base effect that we're going to see for the next uh, two quarters. Um, that's the point that I've made that underlying there's still recessionary trends. And um, 
unless we address the structural issues that we've had last year already and the year before, and we don't see the right reforms coming through, you know, we're going to see a rebound, but we're going to end up way below where we need to be to actually address the real issue, and that is the fiscal situation on the one hand and also the poverty, unemployment on the other hand. So, you know, there's, there's um, the same amount of hard work needed um, probably more urgently now compared to a couple of quarters ago to actually remove the obstacles to get South Africa back to more uh, longer-term capacity growth. So a long answer, but I think, you know, yeah, we're probably going to see a bit of a base effect coming through, but then in time we, we're still going to settle below capacity growth until we do see the reforms that's needed to, to address these kind of um, structural issues. I've been broadcasting for around about 20 years, I think it is, and I keep on hearing the same story. If we can do this and if we can do that, then this might happen in the future. But we must do this and that, etc. whether it be fiscal and monetary policy all coming together, whether it be reforms coming together and everyone sitting around the table and doing something. And you're still saying the same thing, Martin. It's not you that's saying the same thing, but it's everybody <laughs> saying the same thing. I mean, we're going to get a lovely bounce back after this horrible figure yes, that you yeah. just described. Uh, but that's because of a base effect. But in the future, the only way we can do that is not through just, just monetary policy, which I think has been handled very well by the, uh, the Reserve Bank. The Treasury is, has done well as well. But um, what, what about um, fiscal and structural reforms? We still seem to be getting it wrong. Yeah, no, I think you're spot on. You know, this is uh, the same story for the last 5, 10, even 15 years. Um, and I guess, you know, it is a function of uh, execution, yeah. uh, to be honest. Uh, if, if we think about the, the, the current plans that we do have on the table, you can go to the National Development Plan, the Minister of Finance Economic Recovery Plan, uh, the latest Economic Recovery Plan from the ANC, NEC. Uh, all those plans are, you know, 100% uh, in line with what an economy needs to turn around. But it's the execution that's lacking. Um, yeah. And I guess that's the problem at this point in time, that the government's track record in terms of efficiently implementing any any strategy is, is, is lacking. Uh, and that's really what we need to address. So if you take the, the 500 billion stimulation package, COVID package that they announced, you know, the problem is not the money. The money is there. And yes, some of it's now being corrupted or stolen. Um, but for the rest, you know, only about a third has been uh, hitting the ground. And the reason for that is, again, the inefficiency to, for example, roll out a special COVID grant and get it to the people in the street. Um, and that's what's been lacking uh, to date. We, we need more clarity, not clarity, uh, more um, muscle in terms of making sure that we efficiently implement these plans and then it will work. So I think it, the, the problem is not the plan. The problem is the actual execution thereof. And um, mm -hmm. hopefully, you know, where we are now and with a number like we've seen today, that might be a wake-up call for, for government to really get serious about measuring and, and executing on some of these reforms. Yeah, I'm thinking of an analogy now. And throughout my life, I've gone to gyms 
And I've, yes. I've I've opened accounts and I said, yeah, of course I want to do that because it's yeah, it's January and I'm a little bit overweight because of this, this, and this, and everything. I'm not going to go to the gym. <laughs> so you have you have this meeting with the gym and you go to the gym and you say to yourself, right, I'm going to go to that gym every single day. But in fact, you don't. You never go there, not once. And that's what South Africa does. Yeah. It has all these yeah. meetings and it says we're going to do this, this, and this, but it never implements it. Exactly the same as my gym philosophy. It has to change at some stage. What is your prediction for the rest of the year? What do you think that at the end, when we're speaking in uh, the first quarter of 2021, what do you think we'll look back at and say, well, 2020, we lost X amount. Is it going to be 12%, 18%, even more? What do you think, GDP-wise? No, no, yeah, yeah. GDP-wise, I do think that, um, like I've just said, you know, the base is now so low. So number quarter three and four is going to be strong quarters, uh, but just base effect, nothing else. Um, doesn't mean that, you know, it's easier to do business or to register business or deal with labor. All those things are still massive hurdles. Um, but coming from this low base, yeah, uh, definitely some some recovery towards the end of this year. But I guess the number for 2020 as a whole will still print. Um, I, I think it will still be a single digit, um, probably around about minus eight to minus nine. You know, the, the number today for the last year, year on year, is minus 17. But, you know, um, so I think we can make back some of that in the third and fourth quarter. Um, and that will be probably the worst year on record. I think somewhere in the 1920s we had a worse year than that. Um, but, yeah, that, that is a significant decline in economic activity. And, and that's why it is so important that, you know, um, if there's some rebound in the rest of the world, if we can fix what's keeping us back at this point in time, at least then we can benefit from that rebound over the next two to three years. If not, you know, we're just going to have the base effect and the base effect can do just add, uh, can, can help you just a little to, as, uh, a little bit um, and contact you all the way to where you should be. So um, I do think, yeah, like I said, um, the, the year will probably end with a, a high single digit. Um, and it's not really about the number, but it's everything that's going, uh, that's um, leveraging off that number. Uh, for example, the unsustainability of your fiscal situation, if you get uh, a minus 9% growth for a year, um, the fiscal cliff that's looming that, that we need to turn around. Um, so all of those things are then becoming huge problems for the country uh, over the next couple of years, despite the fact that we might see some positive economic growth. Martin, thanks so much for your sobering thoughts. That's Martin Ackerman, who's the Chief Economist and also Advisory Partner at Citadel. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.